Hello and welcome to this episode of Little Bits of Stuff, a podcast that showcases different health-related topics for medical professionals and non-medical audiences. This show is brought to you by Nick Ate, a surgical resident at University College Hospital, Ibadan, Nigeria. Press the button, my friend. And here's your host, Nick. You've made plans, hairstylists, makeup artists, even chosen the dinner dress of a lifetime. Your jewelry is lit and your heels, oh my, it's definitely going to be the talk of the town. In short, you're really, really looking forward to locking this reunion dinner down. Your old classmates must know you're now a woman of substance, the liquid metal, a beauty and a role model. It's 5 p.m. and the dinner is in an hour. So you dress up, order taxify, and in 15 minutes, you're on your way to the event. 10 minutes into your ride and you hear a rumble in your tummy. Stool, is that you? You quickly go through your meals for the day, the baked beans and the sausages with a side of cooked eggs in the morning, you had two cups of yogurts around 12 or nothing to worry about. Nothing till now since you didn't want to be too full so your dress will fit perfectly if you know what I mean. Nothing, nothing serious you thought and you quickly dismiss the thoughts. You get to the event safely and you take your first steps toward the door with your friends waving at you, cheering and you know, telling you to come on, you know, let's get to the red carpet and all. But you pause. The rumblings are back again. Only this time, it's more intense. You feel the urge to pass some gas. But deep down, deep down, you know that if you try it, <laughs> if you try it, you'll just mess up your dinner gal. Have you ever been in that position before? The reality that if you take one step forward, just one step, all hell is gonna let loose. Oh yeah, flies will come on you with swift wings. A foul-smelling soaked patch is gonna appear on your bum bum, and that's it. Dinner is over. Oh, the embarrassment, the shame. So you stay frozen, sweating profusely. Your friends rush over. You summon the courage to move with them to a quiet place and your trusted friend Shaliwa brings out a pack of flagell. You take two tablets and voila, in 10 minutes, your tummy is calm, you get back to your event and even though you left early, you had mad fun all the while thinking, flagell did the trick, I'll recommend it to someone else someday. This, my friend is the reason why a lot of you take flagell as a stool stopper uh, well shit stopper some of you would say but is it really is that what it really does do you guys know what exactly flagell is used for well let me just educate you you know a bit flagell belongs to the class of medications called antibiotics it is used to treat infections caused by certain bacteria 
parasites and all what. Now, it is most commonly used for abdominal, vaginal, uh, or intestinal infections, if you will. And it works by you know, just killing bacteria and parasites. Intestinal infections can cause diarrhea. But hey, I mean, there are non-infectious causes of diarrhea, which, you know, means that if your diarrhea is of the non-infectious cause, you have no business with flagyl. So the stories you hear about how flagyl stops too, like magic, they're all coincidences, nothing more. Treatment of the common diarrhea does not need antibiotics. This is because most cases of infective diarrhea are caused by viruses and the symptoms will resolve whether or not you take drugs after a couple of days. So what do you do or what do you need when you have this non-infectious cause of diarrhea? You use what we call anti-motility drugs. Drugs that help to reduce how much your intestines try to propel its contents to the outside world. An example is loperamide. I, I mean, I won't, I won't say so much about that because I want you to visit your doctor whenever you have these issues. You will be unnecessarily exposing yourself to the side effects of antibiotics if you're using them without prescription. Some of which are, I mean, a change in taste sensation, especially, you know, for flagyl, you know, change in taste sensation, you know, darker urine, diarrhea. I mean, diarrhea, you know, that's exactly what you're taking flagyl for, right? <laughs> you know, dizziness or lightheadedness, you know, headaches, loss of appetite, nausea, sleepiness, stomach pain or cramps. You, know, you need to note that. Vomiting, you know, unpleasant or sharp metallic tastes, and many more. Confusion, eye pain, hallucinations, you know, hearing loss, mouth ulcers, numbness or weakness you know, in the hands and feet, signs of depression, you know, skin rash, redness, itching, vision changes, you know, and many more. Again, if you use antibiotics when not needed, you expose yourself and even the community at large to the risks of antibiotics resistance. What's this resistance? It's, it's just a situation where Antibiotics prescribed to treat bacterial infections fail to work because the organisms that have been exposed to suboptimal doses of the medication or people have been using the drugs indiscriminately when the drug is not needed, such as prescribing flagyl for yourself when you have diarrhea. Now, the, the danger is that when more serious illnesses occur and you actually need the antibiotics, the drug would not work or work as it's supposed to because it's been abused. The bacteria are used to it, you know, they've developed some, they've adapted to your drug and so it's, it's harder to eliminate them with that same drug. Bottom line is stop using flagyl, period. If you are in a situation where you're purging get an anti-motility drug if you're not sure of what to do else visit your doctor or make some quick calls to your doctor so some 
Quick tips before I go for the treatment of diarrhea if you're at home. Again, remember that most, inf- most causes of diarrhea are either viruses or food poisoning and things like that. So whether you take drugs or not, in a couple of days, you will have you know, some relief and you, know, you may even have you know, total resolution of your symptoms. So what you just need is to treat the you know, symptoms that you have or to prevent some from happening. Again, in diarrhea, dehydration is the enemy. So you take a lot of fluids, a lot, I mean a whole lot of fluids. You can also get ORS at a nearby pharmacy and even continue on that. Some foods that you may eat that may help to firm up your stool are what we know as the brat, the brat foods, that's the B-R-A-T, uh, B for bananas, um, R for rice, white rice, uh, apple sauce, and toast. Other foods that are, you know, somewhat tolerated too when experiencing diarrhea include oatmeal or boiled potatoes. Uh, some food to avoid um, uh, alcohol. <laughs> well, you do, <laughs> you do not want to do that. Um, artificial sweeteners found in you know, chewing gums and soft drinks and all that. Beans, yeah, although beans is my favorite, but uh, I, I would actually want to stay away from beans um, while having diarrhea. Cabbage, coffee, corn, ice cream, milk, you know, pepper. <laughs> Who, I mean, do they really need to tell you to stay away from pepper? while having diarrhea, I'm sure your butt down there would, you know, definitely call your attention to that. So please see your doctor. Um, if you have diarrhea, uh, you're having high body temperature, bloody stool, or worsening cramps instead of, you know, resolving, or frequency of stool has increased instead of resolving again, instead of having a downward trend, you actually do need to see your doctor and do not wait till symptoms worsen. So that's it guys. That's all I have on Flagyl. Bye. And that's it on Little Bits of Stuff for today. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Podcast. You can also get it on Audio Mac and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Lil Bits of Stuff. That's L-I-L-B-I-T-S-O-F-S-T-U-F-F. And on Instagram at Little Bits of Stuff. That's L-I-T-T-L-E Bits of Stuff. Until next time, stay healthy.